This is the Note Closer Show, where you get the latest developments in distressed note investing and learn the secrets of how you can control millions of dollars worth of property for pennies on the dollar. Get educated and entertained by someone who has closed thousands of deals and lives to support you in achieving the same. Now, here's your host, CEO of We Close Notes, Scott Carson. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this special Friday the 13th episode of the Note Closure Show. And I'm coming to you live, actually, from the wonderful Wolverine State of Michigan this morning. I actually flew into Detroit last night. We're going to drive around the next couple of days looking at some assets here for our own portfolio, look at some stuff that I've got. But today is not about assets. Today is about overcoming obstacles. And I am so jacked up to have our special guest join us today. My friend Denise Walsh has done an amazing job. She's helped over a million people find their purpose and fulfill it on their God-given destiny. She started her career by working with families at a local mental health agency as a clinical psychologist and has continued to use it in her talents with ItWorks Global to build a large team of motivated, positive, enthusiastic business owners. Her impact as a leader in the direct sale industry as a top newcomer with ItWorks has given her a unique insight on what drives people to action. Now, as a certified trainer with Jack Canfield and elite coach with John Maxwell team and the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retire Your Husband, we got to thank him for getting your video working this morning. <laughs> Denise Hope knows how to tap into a person's ultimate potential and find their greatness. We're so excited to have you this morning. Thank you for jumping on a little bit earlier, Denise. Hey, good morning, sunshine. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. I no problem. So one of the great things that we both connected at the PodFest Expo in Orlando earlier this year. I just love your energy, just your light. And then we've been following each other in line, stuff like that. And I see you out there speaking and doing some things. And with me teaching, note investing all across the country, one of the things that we always run into is people like, oh, they get excited a little bit, then they fade off. And I'm sure you run into that quite a bit on a regular basis. What are some tips that you like to try to work with people to help them stay motivated and, and find their destiny? Yeah, absolutely. And I do. I see it all the time, not just in our network marketing business, where we're working with people who want, they want change, they want to do something different, but the how scares them. And so they slip away, they fade away, and they go back to what's comfortable, even if they don't quote, like, like it, because it's easy. It's, they know it, <laughs> but it's not a place of growth. And so there's a few things that I have learned over the past decade when I'm working with people who are eager to change, but don't really know how. And that is to really get in depth with their why. Like, why do you want X, Y, and Z? Why do you want to change? Why do you want to do something different? Why do you want to get out of your job? Why do you want to be home more with your family? Why do you want to travel? And connect emotionally to that why. Because what I found is that when the why is really strong, the how seems to show up. Like, you figure it out along the way. Like, everything is learnable. And yet we stop it. Like, we stop ourselves from learning it because we think it's too hard. We think it's too hard when oftentimes it's not that hard, right? Exactly. Exactly. Like, I mean, even just this is my first time using this platform and I'm really excited to try it, but I was a bit nervous and then the camera didn't work and we had to figure it out. And that's just the part of the game, right? It totally is part of the game. I can't tell you how many times I've screwed up using this, but what we do, reset it, throw a new link in, or there's plan B, we go to a different platform. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get is. Your path to what you want to do is not a straight and narrow. It's you got left turns and right turns and reverses and figuring out ups and downs, stuff like that. Well, that's one of the main things that separates those that are successful from those that are still sitting in their comfort zone. Right. Is those that are successful gotten out, gotten their knees bumped, scraped, knuckles dragged and failed 
or figured out, oh, wait, that's not quite exactly how I do this. What I have to do to make it work for me. What do you think about that? Yeah. It's like, okay, lesson learned, move on. And I think when you have the marathon view rather than a short-term view, examples are you want something to happen in three months and it didn't happen. But when you're thinking five years, three months is a blip on the radar and it turns into a speed bump rather than a stop sign. And I think so many of us take fear, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of I don't know what I'm doing, fear of am I good enough, fear of what will people think? Who am I to start a podcast or share what I'm learning or whatever the case may be? We take it as a reason why we shouldn't do it. You know, we're like, oh, I guess this is a sign I shouldn't do it because I'm experiencing all of these road bumps when really it's just a part of the process. So I've really worked myself when I'm experiencing the same fears we all do. I have those too, is I don't take them as seriously. I just think, well, that's funny. That's not what I want. What I want is this. And I'm going to keep my eyes focused here. And then I don't allow the emotional ups and downs of business to derail me as much as I did at the beginning. And everybody gets derailed, right? (laughs) Yeah. Now I'm like, this is going to be such a good story. (laughs) Someday I'm going to be really able to like, I'm going to empower people by the craziness of the story and all the turns and all the loops and all of the back and forths and all the learnings. Someday it's going to be good. You mentioned one thing a couple minutes ago about short-term versus long-term views. And I think that's so important. A lot of people, when they're hitting the face on a daily basis, especially in today's society with technology being so fast and emails, I think people fail to realize that there's always a process to things. And 90 days is just a learning start to where you're going. You've got to keep that 12-month and 24-month and 36-month. And I'm sure you deal with that so much with what you're doing with it. So what are some of the things that you like to help people with to help them overcome that, the lack of patience that people have in these days? Yes, it is. And I think we don't give ourselves the time that it really takes to create momentum because momentum is created by staying focused on one thing for a long period of time. And at first it feels like you're pushing a boulder uphill and then all of a sudden two plus two doesn't equal four anymore. And if you experience that crazy momentum, And so I call myself, I don't know if anyone else calls me this, but I call myself the clarity queen because one of the things I really challenge my team and the people that I work with to do is really get super clear about what they want and create that personal vision for themselves. And we, I like to say the personal vision is that the vision of your future that produces so much passion that you can't wait to get up in the morning and go pursue it. And so we've done things like, We had a come as you will be party where we pretended like it was the year 2025 and we all came dressed as the person we wanted to be. And the whole party, we talked about what we had seen and the homes we bought and the books we wrote and who we impacted and traveling. And people came with their dream homes on their phone and talked like they had just moved in. And I came with a TED Talk little lanyard and around. I talked about how my TED talk just went viral and we spoke about it in first person and like it was present tense, right? And it's just been so cool. This was a few years ago now to see all of the things that have come to fruition. But I can tell you the people that came to our party were really mad at me. They were like, Denise, I don't even know what I'm doing next week. Like, how am I going to know what I'm doing in a few years, five years, 10 years? And so we did have to get together and brainstorm and create a space to dream and write and really just allow things to bubble up. But those who really came like with props and all dressed up, my cousin has adopted two kids since then. 
I have another one who is in the process of adapting. We've got people that have gone to Africa on mission trips and things that weren't in their radar at all before came into their path. And so that clarity, I think, really allows the how to happen. Because if you don't know what you want, no wonder we're not going anywhere. So it sets your internal GPS. It allows your reticular activating system to see the things in your world that align with the things that you're looking for, that you want. And the how shows up. And so I think when we have clarity and we're excited about that, amazing thing. We can do more, be more, and impact more than we ever really know that we could. But I do think it starts here. Totally starts there. I love that. The future party. The, yeah. <laughs> the back it's so the fun. That is a cool idea. So how did your TED Talk go? Yeah. Well, <laughs> in the next year, I'm planning to prepare it. But it will go viral. I'm excited about that. There you go. <laughs> In the meantime, I've started a podcast. I've written another book and building my network. And it's just, I'm in a completely different place over the last few years since we've done this party. But what's interesting is we have to keep going back to it because it's easy to either forget or we have the roadmaps or roadblocks and like the vision gets cloudy or we wonder, can I really do this? And so... We have to continue to revisit this so it continues to stay strong in our heart and in our mind. Is that what helps you stay recharged? Yeah, it does. Because there's times where I'm like, I don't know the how. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I want to create an e-course, but I don't know how to do that. And so you Google, how do you create an e-course? You just go figure it out. But there's a big learning curve with all of this type of stuff. And I think that having that vision of why and the people that you're going to bless and help the bank account that you're going to grow, the legacy you're going to leave. I want to travel with my kids. I want to give them experiences and teach them hard work and follow through and all of that kind of stuff. And so when I keep that as my vision, then it does. It keeps me motivated to plow through. What are some of the things that you can recommend to people out there when they hit that roadblock, whether it's a job or it's lack of finances to launch something? What are some tips that you can give some of those out there that are hit, they're running into those walls, either mentally or physically? Yeah, it's a skill, actually. I didn't learn this growing up. I learned to be a superhero and do everything myself. <laughs> but the skill that I've really been practicing is asking for help. Not just saying like, can you do this for me? But can you teach me? Or do you have a referral? Or do you know somebody? Because if you can find someone that has been there before, then it won't feel like the blind leading the blind. You'll feel like there's a path to follow. And sometimes it can feel like you are, I don't know, in a field surrounded by tall grass and you have to like chop it down. That's what being a pioneer is all about. But there's people doing what you want to do right now. And so finding a mentor, asking for help, getting coached, all of those things I think can make the path easier. I'm in a mastermind group that even if they're not doing exactly what I want to do, it gives me a space to brainstorm and to process and accountability for moving forward. I'm a huge advocate of masterminds. We run one with our note mastermind, but I've been a part of multiple ones or I have people I pick up the phone to and call all the time trying to figure things out. And I'm glad to help you with your e-course. Okay. okay. I'm going to throw it out there right now. Okay. okay. Yeah, just ask and the how will show up. <laughs> yes. I totally agree to the how that the how will show up if you just get out and talk to people that are yeah. where you need to be. But that's one of the beautiful things, I think, especially in the last six, seven months. We met at podcasts. It was kind of our first podcasting event, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing one. You got your book around. I'm like, oh, you know, trying to figure out, am I doing something right? And six months later, we've both grown quite a bit 
when yeah. it comes to looked up things. And that's the beautiful thing about technology. Now, you've been using a lot of the video stuff on that. How's that helped you grow your business or get the word out what you're doing? Yes. I think that video really allows people to feel like they could get to know you. It's just another way to show your personality. And so I love video because I want people to see me on video or the podcast or whatever and just be like, oh my gosh, I could be her friend. So the video really does allow for that to transfer a little bit more than just the audio. And so I've been doing YouTube more consistently and Facebook Live and really working to get my message out. And I think video is just an amazing way to do that. Yeah, it definitely is. And do you ever run into where you feel like you've got to be perfect on video? Are you one of those? Well, look at my hair right now and it's 9am. So of course, yeah, certainly. That's great. That's the one thing that slows me down is I'm like, I'm going to do five videos in one day because I only am going to do my hair one time. (laughs) But that's not necessarily real. And it's not what people want to see. They want to see the authenticity. So I think the more you do it, the more comfortable you get, I guess, at just being yourself and realizing that nobody relates to perfect. So you don't have to be perfect. And it's okay to mess up and it's okay to say, oh, shoot, I messed up or, oh, darn, I didn't know how to do that or redo and just be yourself and be real and raw. And so, yeah, keep watching YouTube because eventually I'll just have like my hair up here and <laughs> and I'll be like, whatever. Hi, welcome. <laughs> so I was walking to the airport last night and there's a girl that had her hair in two big buns like this. I'm like, wow. I said, that's great. Love your hair. She's like, yeah, I feel like doing it today. <laughs> So she turned it into two horns. So yeah, like, you know what? It never gets attention, right? <laughs> exactly. There's it's people out there this morning saying hello. One of the things that we have with our audience is we've got about, it's almost 50-50 men and women. Mm-hmm. And I always run into, when we talk with women about different things, they always seem to worry about things. They're so worried about their image. Yeah. And I know that you deal with that as well, too, especially with your team and stuff like that. And you said something a minute ago, just be yourself. Don't try to be anything else that you're not, right? It's so important just to be authentic and just be yourself. Don't try to be me. Don't try to copy anybody. Just go ahead and live yourself. Everybody has a niche, right? Right. They identify with. And it's so true. The comparison game, jealousy, we're seeing somebody's chapter 12 when it's our chapter two. And it's just not fair to ourselves. I think that when your focus is on other people and outside, you're really not owning who you are. And so owning your truth, owning your strengths. There was a ton of time where I thought, oh my gosh, I need to learn these skills and then I'll be really good at what I'm doing. And I was whining, complaining, processing with my husband, you know, how girls do that. (laughs) And I said, maybe I need to get better at my strengths. Maybe I need to be more professional or maybe I need to go back to school for business or maybe I'm just not good enough for this. And he said, Denise, just be a good friend. Be a good friend because that's what people really want. And I remember thinking, oh, well, that comes naturally to me. I'm good at keeping relationships and asking questions. And so I realized when I tuned in to what I'm already good at, my strengths, it became more fun. I didn't have my eyes on what everybody else was doing because I was so excited about what I was doing and things started to grow a lot more naturally. Mm, It's such a good point there. It is so easy to compare ourselves to other people that are further along the path. And well, I can't be like him or I can't be like her. Well, you didn't see the thousand times that they stuttered on the camera or goofed up or in our case made wrong offers or stuff like that out there too. So that's so huge. Just being yourself and being a friend because let's face it, the world itself, especially with social media, although it's great, it's not always a positive impact on people, right? 
Well, and I think too that we can often count ourselves short and say, oh, well, there's already somebody doing what I want to do. Do we need more? But I feel like people will relate to you because of you. And people are going to hear the message. They're going to step out because of you. They're not going to relate to everybody. So being who you are will attract people that connect with you and people you want to work with anyway. And I feel like it's like a win-win situation. Yeah, that's a good thing. What are some things that you're doing to help motivate your team? Because I know you're doing stuff on a weekly, daily basis. What's some of the things that you really enjoy to help motivate your team, motivate yourself out there on a daily basis? Yeah. So we like to say, I can't motivate anyone, but what I can do is inspire them. So I can't light a fire under your butt. Like That's not my goal. My goal is to light a fire within you. So that way you can light your own. (laughs) So teaching them their why, clarity, all of that, but then also carrots, little action steps. Because when people in my business get started, they've never done this before and they don't know what they're doing. And so the how is typically what scares them. You've got to know the why and the how will show up. But I do try to give them little carrots so they can have wins consistently. So they can have that first few customers and distributors sign up, the first few product users the first few yeses, and then their confidence will build and they'll be a bit more motivated to stay the course. But relationship is key because there needs to be somebody for them to call when they have a win. And there also needs to be somewhere to go when they have a fail. And so creating a safe community where they can talk and interact. I mean, that's why masterminds are so awesome because you have a safe place where you can go in and say, oh my gosh, this worked, this didn't work. And creating that culture, I think, has been really powerful for our distributors to have a space to learn and grow. Talk a little about what you're doing with It Works Global. So It Works is a health and wellness company, and we've been with them for 11 years. Prior to that, I was a clinical psychologist, which is why I love the personal development side of my business. And so we do a lot of the personal development leadership retreats, all that kind of stuff, which is my favorite part. But we also have you know, health and wellness products and we market all over the world. So we're in Korea, Australia, New Zealand, all over Europe, and of course, the States and Canada as well. And our signature product is a body wrap that tones, tightens, and firms the skin. But we also have protein shake, plant-based products. So yeah, it's been a super fun journey to be a part of, especially since when we got started 11 years ago, there was no social media, there was no Facebook, there was no YouTube, there was to customer service people. And now it's all over the world, international and crazy. (laughs) It's good stuff. That's a beautiful thing you mentioned there, using the social media, using what you're doing to get the word out, just really sharing it with network marketers and stuff like that. In our line of work too, it's always what I say, it's it's all about building a network, whether you're raising capital or trying to find investors to fund your deals or customers to buy your products. It's all about just getting the word out on what you're doing, what your new focus is and sharing your story, right? Yeah. And social media gives us amazing ways to connect with people all over the world. And so we do targeted ads to people in specific areas with specific focuses and goals. And you'll find people who are looking for what you have. With the power of asking and the power of referrals, people will be led to you all of the time. But we've got to be loud. We've got to be loud about what we have. We've got to be loud about who we are so that when people are ready, they come to us. I love it. you got to be loud. I love that. You should get a shirt just gotta be loud yeah. across the front of it, right? Well, and so many times we say if your mouth isn't open, neither is your business, right? If your mouth is closed, your business is closed. And anything, you have to let people know what you have and be so excited and so passionate about it 
that's that personal vision. Like, you know where you're going and you're excited to help people get there as well. So being loud is essential for anything to get. (laughs) It's all about action, right? You can read as much as you want, but until you put one foot in front of the other and work to create momentum in your space, it's not just going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. Has there been anything that's happened to you in the last couple of years that really you hit a roadblock on? You really struggled with and then you found a way to work around it? Yeah. Okay. Let me think about this because there's tons of different stuff. I just pulled that out of that. I'm sorry. I know. I, I know. A couple of years ago, we hit the top of our company and we had been working towards this goal for three years. And so it wasn't like, oh, this is a good idea. We stayed focused for three years, but I had roadblocks every single year. One was we were super close and then it didn't happen. And so I felt defeated. And if you've ever had that thought of, I want to go do this. But then there's that fear in the back of your head that goes, yeah, right. Yeah, right. So I was living in that space for a while where I was like, we're going to go. We're going to make this happen. But I didn't really believe myself. So I had to overcome that. And what that meant was just quieting that voice. And the way that I quieted that voice was for what I wanted to become much, much louder. So anytime I experienced that, I just didn't give it the power I used to. And I really just stayed focused on what I wanted. And then it didn't happen again. And I thought, see, I told (laughs) you. Sometimes we don't even try or we don't become vulnerable because it's vulnerable. And then when it doesn't work out, we can say, I knew it. See, I told you it wasn't going to work. So that happened. And again, every time these things happened, I had to reflect and say, okay, so what's working? What's not working? And I knew that my income only matches my mindset. So I had to continue to grow my mindset and my focus and my clarity and my convictions. So that way the money could catch up. And the third year was when we did that come as you will be party. It's when we became so stinking excited and focused that even if I had those fear-based thoughts, because I'm human, again, I pushed them to the side. I didn't really embrace them. And I just kept taking action vulnerably anyway. Like I talked about it to everybody. I was telling everybody that we were hitting the top of the company. I was acting as if, and that can be scary because if you don't really know and you want it, but you don't really know. And so I was being vulnerable by just talking about what I wanted all of the time. And then anytime that fear came, I just, I didn't give it power. And through those years, oh my goodness, because it was years, right? It wasn't like a three months. It was a few years. Transformation happened. Transformation. Like, People signed up the last day of the month, right when you need it, or a customer with a $300 order like calls you out of the blue, or all of these things started to be created. And I think it was because of the intention, the belief, the focus, and the momentum that we were creating within our business. That is such great stuff. And Bill Grusmer, who's watching in from Columbus, Ohio, says, got to be loud. That one will stick with me. And Mm -hmm. Bill's going through something like that very similar right now, growing his business, growing his stuff and getting out and talking to people and seeing stuff happening, which is awesome. But that's such a great story because I think we start off here, right at a level. We're getting to what we're doing. For us to grow our income or grow where we want to be, we do have to grow our mindset into that aspect so that we can grow into it. Because if you don't have that mindset, it doesn't matter what you do. It's just not, you're not going to receive, achieve the results that you're looking for because your brain's not in it, right? Yeah, it's so true. I mean, we've got to create brain cells for success. And I think we grow up with money, thoughts about money, thoughts about success, thoughts about rich people. I know people that love being poor. 
because they talk about it all the time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we've got to kind of break through all of those barriers or beliefs that we grew up with and decide, is that helping me, hurting me? Is that where I want to be? What is it that I really want life to look like? And then start talking about it all of the time. And not a someday, but like I am. I'm doing this right now. I know one of the things that we did over the past few years was create a scholarship for my college that I went to. And I remember this was part of like the dreaming process. I was like, someday when I'm 60 and retired or someday I'll be able to create a scholarship. And then I thought, why not now? And I called them and we did it. And so I am. So it's not even someday. It's like really starting to embrace it and own it. Okay, here's the deal. Once you break through your own personal glass ceiling, you can't go back. You cannot go back. You now know things you didn't know before. And you will always forever be, your brain will be expanded. And you can't go back to the way things used to be. And it's so much fun to continue to grow in that way. Oh my gosh, that's such a great point. Growing, once you get above, you're like, I definitely know I'm going to be back where I'm at. I'm going to work my ass off even harder to take it to the next level, right? Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Now, do you have uh, personal mentors that you reach out to on a regular basis or you've reached out in the past to or some people that help influence you on your journey to success? Yeah. So I read The Success Principles by Jack Canfield, and that's actually where we got the Come As You Will Be Party idea. And so I read it there and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do that. So then we did it. And I then was trained by him. I decided to continue to follow him and whatever. And he had a train the trainer program. So I did that and that was a year long thing where we got to go and hang out with Jack and Patty and all of the chicken soup for the soul team (laughs) and they created success principles and then they created the train the trainer program. And that's where my mastermind group stems from. So it's been really cool. Again, you sometimes look back and you go, wow, what a very cool road to think about the relationships I have now. But it started by asking for extra support, extra training and mentorship, and then kind of continuing to say yes in that direction. Mm -hmm. Now, did did that help you with the retire your husband right in that? Or was that before that or after that? So retire your husband was before that. Retire your husband was a book that my sponsor, Cami Pentecost, and I created. And it's basically our road to leadership. Because when I first started in my business, I'm a really good follower. I like to say I'm a hard worker. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. But I wasn't a visionary. I didn't understand network marketing for sure. My dad was an accountant and my mom was a stay-at-home mom. So we learned go to school, get a job, work for 30 years, you know, the whole nine yards. And so I had a lot of learning to do. And so Retire Your Husband is a book that we wrote about how we grew into leadership within our company. And there's exercises and ideas and things that you can do with your team in there. And it spur. it's called Retire Your Husband because it was one thing to like for one of us to quit our job. It was another thing for both of us to be able to quit our jobs and for both of us to pursue our dreams. And we've been both of us, my husband and I, full time at home with our work from home business for nine years. It just continues to blow my mind. And it's because we said yes. And we kept saying yes. So after Jack Canfield, I did leadership retreats with my team. I've taken them on Disney cruises. We do exercises and dream building there on a whole nother level. And then I wrote another book, which is called The Dream Life Workbook. Woohoo! And it is combining science, scripture, and stories to take you from where you are to where you want to be. 
And I find that a lot of times we know what to do or we think I should journal or I should do all these things, but we don't make the space for it. And so the Dream Life Workbook takes you through. It's like a whole 360 degree turn, um, really identifying your strengths. Who am I? What do I really want? Letting go of fear, guilt, resentment, and then designing your ideal day, your dream life, and then creating a clear action plan to go and make it happen. So for the past year, I have been working on this bad boy, and I am so excited about it because I've used it for 10 years with my team, and I've seen so much growth and transformation. And when you grow and transform, you have that ripple effect within your family. You have the ripple effect within your team and your sphere of influence. Once you have more brain cells and you break through your own glass ceiling, you can't go back. And it's just such an exciting road to be on. So that's what I've been up to. That's a big thing. And I just pulled up your website, denisewalsh.com. They can go on there. They can order that and take part in that. Is that correct? Well, right now, this is a sample I just got. Woohoo! And so we're oh, ordering. Oh, wow. Yes, this is the sample. We like don't want to write in it because it's, <laughs> it's like pristine. But we'll be launching in the next month. So I'm so excited. So go to the website. And if you put your information in, we'll send everybody a half off coupon. And you'll be like first dibs to get it. Okay. So this is what I want to do with you. I'm going to help you out with this. I want okay. to have you back on one of our Note Night in America Monday night webinars as well. Okay. When you have the and see if we can't help you out with that as well, because I think it's really valuable. And I'm, I want a copy. All right. I'm going to reach on there and get it because I think there's so much value in what you're saying. And I've been blessed to have some really good mentors that do the same thing, the dream boards and working towards your goals and obviously having and not taking no for an answer. That's, I think it's the biggest thing because life will try to give you so many no's, but there is a yes out there if you just stick to it and keep rocking and rolling. That's a great comments from people here this morning. Cody Cox, who is a student of ours doing some great stuff. He says, inspiring to give up the job for business. Thank you. He's been working over the last two years to leave his full-time job and he's got set some goals and he's doing it. Rock and roll is good. Gail Villanueva, who's actually used to work at NASA, our resident rocket scientist says, your subconscious mind doesn't know what it, Real or imagined, I live each day as if my life is how I want my life to live. Live it as if it was real. It will manifest itself. Oh, Gail, that's like one of my favorite quotes. Your subconscious doesn't know the difference between a real or an imagined event. And what's so funny is that when we're kids, we imagine to be superheroes and rocket scientists. And we like imagine the best. And then all of a sudden we become adults and we imagine the worst. Or what if we can't pay our bills or our health goes sour or negative relation? You know what I mean? And so retraining our brain to focus on what we want. It's amazingly powerful, but it's a skill that people do need to learn because it doesn't come naturally sometimes. That's exactly right. Bill also comments, Bill Griesmer says, you must unlearn what you have learned. I am working on this all the time. Just good. Me uh, too, Todd Lapierre from Orlando goes, damn, I missed the first half. Can't wait for the replay. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. We got you. <laughs> so let's talk a little about that. Just a second ago, we we're talking about how us as kids just absolutely have great dreams and goals. We can do it. That's the whole thing. When you have kids, I don't have kids, but I have plenty of nieces and nephews or friends who have kids who we always, we always do it with kids. Hey, you can be anything you want to be, right? Yeah. And then when we get old, our friends, our family, they're the hardest people on us. Oh, you can't do that. Or we have all this kind of negative thing. I have found over the last few years, as we have grown and done well, I just had to remove negative people from my life. And it wasn't always the easiest thing. Have you experienced that over the last couple of years? And if so, how are the things you overcame to help you out with that? 
I became a professional ignorer of the things I don't want. (laughs) And so there are times when you just like, I don't even hear you anymore. I don't even hear that because I'm only focused in the direction that I want to go. And I do think that we have to make those choices. And sometimes, again, if we're not aware and we're not intentional, then we just hang out with our family or the people that we hang around. But part of the book is about relationships. Who are the five people you hang out with? They always say you're the average of the five people, their income, their attitude, everything. And so who are those five people for you? And really identifying, is this relationship helpful to me? And then if it's not, it's not that we need to be rude or let go of, especially if they're family, but we can still be professional ignorers and not allow what they say to impact us emotionally, like bounce off a little. (laughs) But bounce off me, six to you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I remember, so two stories. When I was working in my clinical psychology days, I worked for five years at a local community mental health. And one of my bosses had a sign in her office that said, your crisis is not my crisis. And I learned from that, that I can support you and love you, but I don't have to own it myself. There can be a space where I've got my life and I'm doing what I want and you have yours. I'm going to take 100% responsibility for me and I let you take 100% responsibility for you. And then I had another team member one time say that when he was coaching people, he'll take it in and then release it. And I said, why are you taking it in? No, you want to be like a rubber ball. Like you can listen and be supportive, but you don't need to take everybody else's stuff in. Oh, we don't got time for that. We don't got emotional space for that. So, so that has been helpful for me in relationships and really choosing who I want to let influence me or not. Yeah, because that's one thing is bad things happen to everybody all the time. It's about whether you let it affect yourself or you just take it in and dwell on it. And right. oh, that's such a worst thing you can do. It's like looking at Facebook. I had to literally go through and get rid of almost everybody that's commenting on politics or commenting negatively about different religions, stuff like that. I take the bartender approach. No politics, no religion. That covers 90% of the difference between people out there, right? People are getting upset (laughs) online. So (laughs) it's not worth it. No, it's distracting. And if our job is to stay focused long enough to create momentum, we don't need to be distracted by nonsense. Mm-hmm. Have you read Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill and Sharon Lecter? No. No. Oh, I my have. gosh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I have. Yes. I didn't read it. I listened to it on Audible. And yep. yes, it changed my life. Yeah, it totally. I was like, there's got to be because I hear you saying things yeah. that I oh love. God. That That's one of my favorite books to read, to give. I haven't it changed thought of that life. book in a while. Thanks for reminding me. I'm definitely going to look it up again. Yeah, we had, uh, we had Sharon on one of our virtual conventions back in. April was a keynote, and I've known Sharon for probably going on about six years now, and just absolutely amazing lady. But that's the thing is we get so bogged down and drift from so many things. Drift, yeah. You know, we're trying to do this, trying to be a jack of all trades. Yeah. Did you ever run into that? I think we all struggle with kind of trying to kill the squirrels out there to yeah. take the focus <laughs> on stuff. What are some things that you do to keep your focus? Yeah, no, it's true. I think we try to be a Swiss Army knife when really we just need to pick one thing and be good at that. There's a sense of you do want to learn all aspects of your business, so then you can outsource it well. But I have found that when I know what my niche is, then I look and go ask for help for other spaces. And I think that is what can bog us down is when we try to be the expert in all areas. So once I found my lane, I ran in my lane. And everybody's lane is different. That's the cool thing, is that it's not 
just a one-way street, right? There are lots of different lanes. And when you find what you're really good at, what connects with you and make what makes time go by faster and all of the things that bring you joy, it doesn't mean there are not going to be roadblocks in that lane, but you can run and you're excited to do it. And then ask for help for all the other stuff. That's where mentors come in. That's where masterminds come in. That's where referrals come in. And you can kind of create a little team for yourself. I mean, even Upwork and Fiverr and all of these places that you can find contractors for super cheap can be helpful to support you in your vision. So you don't have to become the designer and customer service and shipping and all of of the things. Yes, you don't have to fall into the e-myth. Yes, 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 exactly. Good stuff. Denise, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Is it denisewalsh.com? I'm going to bring that up here on the screen again. Yep, denisewalsh.com is my website. And then I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Denise Walsh. And then Instagram as well, the Denise Walsh on Instagram. Anything I can help you with, I'm glad to do. I want to say thank you again so much. You get some great people. I'm getting text messages from people like, Oh my God, this is awesome. I need to hear this today. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, we will definitely be in touch. I thank you so much for all of your wisdom and support. Hey, same here. Thank you so much. We got a last comment from Laura Maxwell. She says, oh, hang on. Where where did it pop up? A dang email here. Fears we don't face become our limits. Ooh, that's Mm -hmm. good, Laura. I like that. That is a deep thought from Laura's out of Kansas City this morning. So good stuff. All right. Once again, guys, go to thedenisewalsh.com. Enter your email on that way. You get access to her dream life mapping planner as well out there. You'll be alerted of all the great stuff that she's doing. Just absolutely. And I'll tell you what, Denise, I mean, I've said it, but love what you're doing online. I love listening in to your Facebook lives, your Instagram videos, stuff like that. I like it. I'm like, yeah, I love that energy. Love it. It gets me fired up as well. So keep doing what you're doing, girl. You know that. And once again, thanks so much for joining us this morning on the No Closure Show podcast. Thank you so much. Great to see you guys. Thanks. We'll see you later. All right. All right, guys. Hey, you heard it from the best industry out there right now. Denise Walsh, go out and kill it. Take advantage of what's going on. Build your dream and go out and conquer. And if you need to, create your own little future party. I think we might have to do that in an event at some point. (laughs) Definitely love that idea. Love that idea, definitely. So guys, go make something happen and we'll see you at the top. If you're watching this on Facebook Lives, hey, stay tuned on Facebook today. We'll be giving updates as we're traveling around the country. If you're listening to this on iTunes and Stitcher, a couple days later, hey, check us out at Facebook. As always, guys, we want to get more information on note investing. Just text the word notes, N-O-T-E-S, to the phone number 72000, and you'll be given some access to tons of video training as well out there. Otherwise, be safe, and we'll see you all at the top.